O send out thy light and thy truth, that they may lead me and bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy dwelling. O Lord, open thou our lips. In our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together we will say Psalm 95, down on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is the Lord our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it, as was, it was in the in beginning, is now and is ever now. shall be, world without end. Amen. Our psalm for this morning is Psalm 145, found on page 520. I will magnify thee, O God, my King, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Every day will I give thanks unto thee and praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and marvelous worthy to be praised. There is no end to his greatness. One generation shall praise thy works unto another and declare thy power. As for me, I will be talking of thy worship, thy glory, thy praise and wondrous works. So that men shall speak of the might of thy marvelous acts, and I will also tell of thy greatness. Memorial of thine abundant kindness shall be showed, and men shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, long-suffering and of great goodness. The Lord is loving unto every man, and his mercy is over all his works. All thy works praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints give thanks unto thee. They show the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power. That thy power, thy glory, and mightiness of thy kingdom might be known unto men. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth throughout all ages. The Lord upholdeth all such as fail, and lifteth up all those that are down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, O Lord, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand, and fillest all living with plenteousness. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, yea, all such as call upon him faithfully. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry, and will help them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but scattereth abroad all the ungodly. 
My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh give thanks unto his holy name forever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 21st chapter of the first book of Samuel. Now David came to Nob, to Ahimelech the priest. And Ahimelech was afraid when he met David and said to him, Why are you alone, and no one is with you? So David said to Ahimelech the priest, The king has ordered me on some business, and said to me, Do not let anyone know anything about the business on which I send you, or what I have commanded you. And I have directed my young men to such and such a place. Now therefore, what have you on hand? Give me five loaves of bread in my hand, or whatever can be found. And the priest answered David and said, There is no common bread on hand, but there is holy bread, if the young men have at least kept themselves from women. Then David answered the priest and said to him, Truly women have been kept from us about three days since I came out, and the vessels of the young men are holy, and the bread is in effect common, when though it was consecrated in the vessel this day. So the priest gave him holy bread. For there was no bread there but the showbread which had been taken from before the Lord, in order to put hot bread in its place on the day when it was get taken away. Now a certain man of the servants of Saul was there that day, detained before the Lord, and his name was Doeg, an Edomite, the chief of the herdsmen who belonged to Saul. And David said to Ahimelech, Is there not here on hand a spear or a sword? For I have brought neither my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. So the priest said, The sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom you killed in the valley of Elah, there it is, wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If you will take it, take that, take it. For there is no other except that one here. And David said, There is none like it. Give it to me. Then David arose and fled that day from before Saul and went to Asius, the king of Gath. And the servants of Asius said to him, Is this not David, the king of the land? Did they not sing of him to one another in dances, saying, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands? Now David took these words to heart and was very much afraid of Asius, the king of Gath. So he changed his behavior before them, pretended madness in their hands, scratched on the doors of the gate, and let his saliva fall down on his beard. Then Asia said to his servants, Look, you see the man is insane. Why have you brought him to me? Have I need of madmen that you have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? Here is the first lesson. The Benedictus says, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 11th verse of the 17th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And so it was as they, that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned, and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way, your faith has made you well. Here ends the second lesson. The Benedictus, found on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us, in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet in the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. 
O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, whose never-failing providence ordereth all things both in heaven and earth, we humbly beseech thee to put away from us all hurtful things, and to give us those things which are profitable for us, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. As we look at today's readings, one way to link them together is a common thread of faith, gratitude, and obedience. These are hardly surprising themes, either for the story of King David or the accounts of Jesus' actions reported by St. Luke. But today there's perhaps an extra emphasis on praising God for his generosity. In our Old Testament reading, from today's reading through to the end of the first book of Samuel, these final 11 chapters are concluding the cat and mouse game between Saul and David, a chase that culminates in Saul's death and David's enthronement. This chapter is most famous because it is when David justifies eating the showbread, the unused week old offering of the priest in the tabernacle. It is later cited by Jesus in the three synoptic gospels to justify to the Pharisees why his disciples gleaned in the fields during the Sabbath. But for me, the most interesting passage in the context of today's readings is the final six verses of this chapter where David pretends to be mad. It turns out that this passage is explicitly referenced in another part of the Old Testament. In Psalm 34, which begins with this title, a psalm of David when he pretended madness before Abimelech, who drove him away and he departed. What was David thinking during this episode? The first verse of Psalm 34 is explicitly a Davidic song of praise, as any you will find. I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Of course, this verse describes exactly the behavior we see of David in the final chapters of 1 Samuel. This is what David is doing as he is talking to, listening to, and following the commands of God. He is constantly praising God, even though he's in constant danger due to the murderous rage and paranoia of his father-in-law, King Saul. David clearly understands what it means to have a non-anxious presence. If the link to Psalm 34 is, is unfamiliar esoteric, to me, the New Testament lesson of the 10 lepers found only in Luke is so familiar that we run the danger of taking it for granted. Think about it. 10 men are restored from exile, given back their lives, and allowed to fully rejoin society. But 90% of them don't think it's worth saying thank you for this freely given healing. Is this, in what universe would we say, no problem? We instead should be shocked, not only by the ingratitude of the nine lepers, 
Jews who were raised to give glory to God, but failed to do so. Instead, only the Samaritan gives that praise. Secondly, these ungrateful former outcasts are still healed, no matter how much or little they do. What is the lesson here? N.T. Wright draws the parallel to the prodigal son, who forfeited his life by his sins and was restored because he humbled himself enough to show his gratitude to his earthly father. I think Wright has it exactly right in applying this need for gratitude to our modern Christian context. As Wright wrote, there is an old spiritual discipline of listing one's blessings, naming them before God and giving thanks. It is a healthy thing to do, especially in a world where we too often assume we have an absolute right to health, happiness, and every possible creature comfort. That's why we will pause during the general thanksgiving so each of us can list these blessings. Meanwhile, the subtitle of today's Psalm, Psalm 145, is a song of God's majesty and love. The whole Psalm is clearly about that theme, but let's just listen to a few verses. The opening three verses say, I will magnify thee, O God, my King, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Every day will I give thanks unto thee and praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and marvelous, worthy to be praised. There is no end of this great, his greatness. And the final verse says, My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh give thanks unto his holy name forever and ever. Even though this is not one of the Psalms attributed to David, it's clearly consistent with his experience in today's Old Testament passage and the numerous Psalms of praise and gratitude that we know that he did author. Finally, I think we can see a similar theme of gratitude and generosity in the colic that we started last Sunday and will end this afternoon. O God, whose never failing providence ordereth all things both in heaven and earth, we humbly beseech thee to put away from us all hurtful things and to give us those things which are profitable for us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We will now return to page 18 in the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto us, unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, 
We, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, whose loving hand hath given us all that we possess, grant us grace that we may honor thee with our substance, and remembering the account which we must one day give, be faithful stewards of thy bounty. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all in the world. Amen. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, for Britt and Carl, the Saturday morning team, for making this possible. Hope you have a good weekend. Thank, Thank you, Joel. Thank you. Bye.